Hi guys, this is Future Dom sneaking this clip in the beginning of the episode, right? So before it starts, I wanted to say Happy New Year. I hope that you are starting this year feeling centered, grounded, um, and with clarity. Uh, I think that's really important for everyone in the beginning of um, not just in a year, month, week, day. Um, and I know we don't always get the opportunity to feel those things. I have taken a month away from the show to find some clarity of my own. There is a lot that I wanted to think about, get grounded on. Um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but like, I've planned an entire year of episodes for the show, which starting this podcast last year, again, I, I've said it before, when I finally transitioned to making videos for these episodes um, back in October of 2023, I have been taking it one step at a time with how the show goes based on your interactions, your reactions and responses to the topics that I talk about and really make sure that I'm just being a reliable coach, guide, mentor that I can be while also being completely transparent and honest about what I'm still learning because we're learning and we're in this together. Um, again, if you have any questions or enjoy the episode, definitely comment, like, subscribe to stay tuned. And of course, if you're interested in getting grounded in your own sensitivity, right? Leveraging your sensitivity as a highly sensitive woman so that your sensitivity is working for you instead of against you during, you know, times of transition within your relationships and within your relationship with yourself. I have a bunch of resources. You can check the description box to see how you can work with me one-on-one -on -one, or join the Roadmap to Self-Grounding Signature program of mine. All those links are below. You can even download your free emotional intelligence self-reflection workbook. All of those resources are linked down below. They're always on my website. That's all. Happy New Year again and enjoy the episode. I asked on my Instagram what you guys wanted to hear from me on the podcast. And one of the questions I received was, how do I recognize signs from the universe? And immediately I thought there could be two possible reasons why someone would ask this question. Reason number one, you are acknowledging energy or energies that operate seemingly outside of yourself but are truly extended from you and you want to tap into this energy or source or God or your loved ones or, you know, whatever words you want to use to describe energy outside of you that's not very obvious, communicating with you for a purpose. But you don't know how to realize this desire without feeling like a child playing make-believe. And I say that with no malintent. For those of you who are watching the video to this podcast episode, I know this is on YouTube. I don't know who's coming across this video, but I do know that my community are very open and understanding and aware of the spiritual aspect of their human experience. However, if you do not fully subscribe to all of the spiritual aspects of this conversation, stay tuned because I am definitely sprinkling in scientific evidence for this topic because I am of the belief that spirituality is science and need all the language we can get. So I'll kind of be geeking out about this conversation. Fair warning. But anyway, reason number two would be you feel like you're getting signs from the universe all of the time, meaning you're not trusting the information that you're receiving. 
and that's valid. If you are self-aware enough, you know that everyone has confirmation bias and why would you be any different, right? So ultimately, the question for this video is, can I trust what I'm seeing, hearing, or understanding? Or am I piecing together irrelevant information to make up a story I would rather see versus what's real? Welcome and welcome back to the Calm with Dawn podcast where I help you harness your sensitivity to overcome your energy leaks and strengthen your relationship with yourself and others. I'm your spiritual emotional intelligence coach, Dominic. Let's get into it. Having had the pleasure of connecting with dozens of highly sensitive women, I know this much. Highly sensitive people are very accepting and aware of the spiritual aspects of their human experience. There's something about being able to sense the subtleties of their world that lends to a broader, multifaceted perspective of the world intrinsically. Your inner world is rich which means you're very cerebral. That means you are creative, empathetic, have a wide range of emotionality, and it also means that you are keenly observant, analytical, curious, diligent in considering the details. The point is you can hold space for a couple of truths at one time, whether you're actively doing so all of the time or only when the situation calls for it, like when you're making an important decision. It's very normal for our brains to find patterns and connect dots when it comes to trying to understand what's going on within us as well as around us. Usually the first patterns that we can catch right away are the ones we're most familiar with. Those are the patterns and belief systems that were formed in childhood. And I'm mentioning this because if you're processing new beliefs or expanding your reality to new patterns, which is always the case when you're developing your relationship with your sensitivity, the discovery of these new patterns can feel shocking and out of nowhere. I'll talk about angel numbers for this example. So many times I've spoken to people about this subject where they've told me just randomly what felt randomly and out of nowhere, they woke up one day and just started seeing the same numbers over and over. These were random but consistent and it'd go on for a while before they ever really considered this pattern, took to it very slowly. Of course, the breaking point is when they feel like they're literally going crazy <laughs> or that these numbers are following them. They see it everywhere. And, you know, they succumb to the, okay, I'll phone a friend for this one. Or, which is probably more common now than ever, uh, take it to Google, type up repeating numbers and in doing so, discovering it's actually a common phenomenon that hundreds of thousands, even millions of people worldwide experience as well. And from there, it's like all at once their reality has expanded and it can feel shocking. There is a newer truth, um, a newer pattern that they are actually open to calling a truth within their lives now that they get to become familiar with. Right? They get to research a little more if they wanted to or fully accept that this truth is a truth in their life or they can, of course, um, make a mental note of it, put it off to the side and just have it in their arsenal of possibilities. And this is just one example. But the point I'm making is 
when you experience a new pattern, it takes a while for your brain to even recognize it as reality. And it comes to the point where even when we're experiencing it over and over and over again, we still seek outside validation and confirmation for us to consider it as real, right? Real. And as much as I trust myself and my intuition, the question of can I trust what I'm seeing, feeling right now, it still comes up for me. And honestly, I hope this offers some form of consolation towards you, but I think it's great, right? Like, I think that it's wonderful that I can say that I can think critically about what I'm experiencing from my five senses as well as incorporate my own body wisdom to my processing, right? My processing of data, my processing of information. And I hope that you can confidently say that you can do that too after this video. Because what you're really asking is, can I trust my intuition at this time? And as I've mentioned in the last episode, recognizing your intuition versus your anxiety, your intuition is expansive and it can get uncomfortable, right? Um, your knowing can feel like it shows up out of nowhere in very unfamiliar places. And as I've mentioned in that episode, even though your anxiety and, and your intuition are two different experiences, they like to show up, <laughs> keep things spicy, and show up hand in hand, right? Arms linked when you're experiencing unfamiliar, uncomfortable, overstimulating, even overwhelming situations and hopefully if you've seen that episode you already know how to distinguish your intuition from your anxiety if you're asking yourself can i trust my intuition about the sign that i'm receiving is this really a sign you have to acknowledge that yes it is your intuition that is speaking to you yes this is a truth that you are perceiving and all you've got to decide is whether you want it to be a part of your reality or not. I do want to get into the science behind this just a little bit because I'm big on having all the language that we can get, as I've mentioned before. It's why I'm a spiritual emotional intelligence coach, because I want to make sure you understand how your brain, your body, and your energy is responding both physically and non-physically to all of the information that you're processing and receiving as a highly sensitive person of course, so you can better manage your response to that information. So, and I'm probably butchering this, I should have looked up how to say it before recording, but it is what, eh, I'll look it up now. Bader-Meinhof. bader That's not how I was saying it. I was saying bader so there's that. I'll try my best. So the Beider-Meinhof phenomenon, better known as the frequency illusion, and I'll probably refer to it as the frequency illusion, is the cognitive bias of seeing something very frequently shortly after you've been made aware of the thing. So think of when you shop around for a car, one catches your eye, right? You know the one that you're very interested in, and all of a sudden you see it everywhere. That's the frequency illusion. I also want to talk about confirmation bias, right? Confirmation bias is the cognitive bias in which you seek information that supports your beliefs while filtering out information that does not support your beliefs. And I'm sure right away you can see all of the cons and disadvantages to the confirmation bias. You don't want to be unwilling 
to learn new things and understand different sides and perspectives and arguments because when negatively manifested, the confirmation bias kind of makes you an unintentional bigot. Again, very, very bad manifestations. I'm talking about extreme manifestations of of how that can show up for people. And I think we see it all the time with social media. So in the context of this topic, I get why you'd be worried about being delusional or operating in sort of like a tunnel vision uh, when you feel like you're getting signs. Um, It's not the most positive experience when we're striving to be well-rounded, informed people. However, confirmation bias can positively affect your confidence as well. It is extremely powerful in actualizing your self-fulfilling prophecies, and this can be a really powerful thing, a great thing. And I'll kind of step away from the context of what we're talking about recognizing science to paint this picture even better. Let's say, for example, you believe that you are a great communicator within your relationships and you still hold that belief even when you're struggling with communication with you know, your significant other, your best friend, your parent or coworker, whoever. By upholding that belief about yourself, you are much more inclined to act as though you are a great communicator by continuing to try to share your thoughts and feelings, right? By making an effort. On the other hand, you decided that your struggles meant that you weren't a great communicator. It'd be easier for you to lose the will to make an effort, right? Basically, if your self-concept or self-belief consistently changed to match your current reality, what your current reality was physically showing you, you would not be able to co-create the reality you want, right? To have the relationships you want to have, to actualize what you want to see and experience. Like the frequency illusion, seeing a specific car everywhere after deciding you wanted to purchase that car or after deciding that you really like it doesn't mean that you've like really attracted that car to you always, right? And that's why you're seeing it all the time. That car was always around. Your awareness of it has just heightened right? You have become extra sensitive to that frequency, to that energy, which is just the car. You are locked into that pattern. And because of it, you can catch that pattern. You can catch that frequency easily, meaning it's going to be hard for you to miss if that car drives by you. And that's the case for a lot of things in our lives. And let me tell you right now, self-fulfilling prophecies are powerful because your mind is powerful. It doesn't always have to be your belief, but the beliefs of the people around you influence your reality. Uwe Peters, a postdoctoral fellow at the University of Cambridge, published a paper on the function of confirmation bias, which I'll definitely have linked in the description and in the show notes because it's, it's a really fascinating read. And in this paper, he cites studies that support that a teacher overestimating their students' academic success and abilities does lead to their students ultimately fulfilling the false self-fulfilling prophecies of said teacher. They're false because it's not the immediate reality, right? But these studies have tracked that instilling this self-fulfilling prophecy, even though it was false, did lend to 
the students fulfilling that prophecy and making her not a liar, you know? And the same goes for parents to their children. Specifically when these self-fulfilling prophecies that are maybe momentarily false are positive, right? And that's because we are inclined to think the best of ourselves. So definitely read the rest of that paper. It is so good. That's honestly, for those of you who want to geek out about this topic, like I did when making the script for writing the script for this episode. So here are some things to understand when you are recognizing signs from the universe. You got to understand that when it comes to the matters of your intuition, it only needs to make sense to you. Sure, it's super exciting to piece together all of the puzzle pieces and have a novel's worth of confirming experience and evidence to share with your friends, family, loved ones, the internet. It's exciting. It's like revealing the twist, the plot twist at the end of a movie or a book, or in passing, sharing the unknown backstory of the tattoo that you got on a whim. I mentioned the tattoo example from personal experience, by the way. Uh, It's fun. It's really cool because ultimately you can look back fondly at the path to your present and the future. What's important is that you can trust yourself. It's that You believe yourself even if the people around you do not. And you're always sifting through information. If something has caught your eye over and over and over again, you better listen to it. Pay attention, right? At least pull it out of the back of your mind and seriously ask yourself, is this is this a reality that that I'm that I want to incorporate right now? Like, does this fit? It's a hundred percent up to you. It's about trusting your intuition and making a decision, which you are really good at. Again, one of your superpowers as a highly sensitive person. Signs don't have to just look like repeating numbers, by the way, or cars that keep speeding past you that are the same model of the same year and the same color that you love. Patterns can also look like experiences that keep happening over and over and over again. And maybe each time they look a little different and it's not copy and paste like you're living in deja vu, but it may be that what feels super familiar and like it's repeating is your emotional response. What are the thoughts that keep coming up? I love this sign that I receive a lot that for a long time in my life, it was always going over my head and it were it was thoughts right it were it was specifically ideas that i keep having to the point where i had to sit down with myself and and, and ask myself okay is this something <laughs> is this of substance and that's honestly what a lot of highly sensitive women that i work with we tend to have to do that and i know that from personal experience but i've also coached my clients on on these situations right and They don't have to be ideas. It could be a judgment. Um, It could be um, a how someone makes you feel. It's like, hmm, I feel that this person is A, B, and C. And honestly, I could talk you to tears about all of the accumulating experiences that support 
this reoccurring judgment or belief. You've got to trust yourself to trust your intuition so that when these repeating patterns happen, you can confidently make the decision of, this is cool, this is a pattern I've caught, I am accepting and confirming that it is in fact a pattern I've noticed. I'm either gonna do something about this pattern or I'm going to make a decision based off this or consider this for a decision I need to make or I'm going to stash it. It's kind of like a good to know because again, your superpower being that you are keenly aware, keenly observant and hold a couple of truths at the same time. So it may just be that um, you don't make a decision right now. Um, you know that you've seen one truth and making space for another truth to also exist before you make a decision, right? That happens all the time. That happens every single day. That happens throughout the day, all day. For those of you in my community who have wanted me to answer this question, I hope that this video was helpful because it's not like a, there's a black and white answer. We're going on trusting your intuition here. As I said in my previous episode, you already know how to identify your intuition. You get to choose whether you want to trust it, but you have to admit to yourself that it is fact. Right, that it is real. I hope that some of the ideas like the frequency illusion and confirmation bias can help you process what your truth ultimately is, what you want it to be and what it gets to be. Honestly, with all the research I've done for this episode, I want to do an, a part two because there's so many things that I had to like cut out, leave out, leave out in recording this um, to not get too off topic, I guess. But when it comes to matters of the mind and how powerful our minds are and how we are more powerful than we think it's pretty much my favorite topic but i'll leave this episode here thank you so much for watching hope this was insightful to someone watching this or listening to all of my audio listeners who i appreciate and love so much please let me know because with this with an episode like this where my mind kind of was just everywhere and i wanted to hit as many points as possible i don't really know how it's it's resonating with you and i'd love to hear that so if you're watching the video definitely leave a comment let me know some things that you're curious about if you're left with more questions drop those questions i'd love to respond to you and answer them um, if you're listening to the podcast leaving a rating and a review of the podcast of, even if it's just about this specific episode or something that i said about this episode i'd love to hear your input your thoughts all of it and until next time, I'll see you next week.